Hello, this is Margie Lewis, and you're listening to Black Tea, where we talk about black matters, black lives, and anything unconventional. Before I go into the episode, the sponsorship making this all possible is The Landing Lion, a company based in Atlanta, Georgia, helping you jumpstart a website for a company you want to start at a reasonable price. Thank you for tuning in. Hi, you guys. I'm here today with Amani, my fellow classmate. Hi, um, yeah, I'm Imani. I'm a sophomore here at Loyola. And today we're going to be talking about black queerness and its impact, its influence, and yeah, that's it. What is like black queerness to you? Um, well, to me, black queerness really is if you're black and are a part of the LGBT community in some form or fashion. That's like the main part of it. But um, I also like to talk about whenever, not technically when I talk about queerness, but I do like to pay attention to the quote unquote weird black kids, like the ones that don't do the typical things that typical black kids do, the Mm -hmm. ones who always who feel like outliers in big groups of black people. Um, I think it's very important to talk about them, queer or straight. Like, so, um, yeah. (laughs) You are a part of the queer community. (laughs) Yes. So, like, how do you feel that influences your life, your relationships with people, also being black and queer? What do you, what have you seen? Um, Well, it's exhausting because... I feel you. First, you have to, like, break down, especially, like, being in the black community, like, being queer is still, like, a really big stigma. So you have to break down a lot of that internalized homophobia, which I really had to do. And after you get past your own, like, internalized homophobia, and you're like, yeah, I'm finally free, I feel so good. And you typically do it around a group of people who are also queer Mm -hmm. and provide a safe space for you. Well, that's how I was. I was just surrounded around a lot of people who really didn't care and who let me know that it was okay to be me. And then whenever, like, I started going out into the world out of my little safe bubble, I just realized, no, it's not safe. Like, I know why I was so scared. I know why I kept holding on to internalized homophobia. Like, people just... They just don't... First of all, I'm straight passing. Like, I, I, I'm a femme, so yeah. I look just like... Like, I look like a woman. People don't look at me and go, oh, I think she's gay. Except for other gay people. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, like, people don't really look at me and think that. Also, I'm bisexual, so I do date, like, men, too. Yeah. And so, like, people see me with men, and they don't think, like, just oh, assume. yeah. Oh, she's straight. And so, um, like, I get a pass on that. But because of that, people think they can say, like, slick homophobic stuff to me sometimes. And it's just like, ah, like, it's so uncomfortable and unnerving because you would like to think that you would be like, oh, if anybody ever says anything uh, disrespectful, like, I'm going to be about it. Like, I'm going to go off. But sometimes it's really uncomfortable and it catches you off guard. And you're not always in a place. It's just like when people say racist things. Like It's just kind of like, yikes. Yeah. Why would even like why would you even fix your mouth to see that? 
yeah, like, why do you think this is comfortable? Yeah, yeah, appropriate, comfortable, any of that. With the black community, do you feel comfortable? Well, it depends. I'm typically pretty good at reading people in a room and seeing, like, how they're, they'll act and react if I talk about my queerness. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, no, I think... Um, I typically feel pretty comfortable with black people, but also I am in college right now. Yeah. And so, like, college is a safe little bubble. Yeah. And you, we go to a what? A liberal arts college. Yeah. So, like, people are, like, way more open. Yeah, definitely. So, I think, I don't think I'm necessarily uncomfortable around any groups of people, but that's only because I'm at school right now. Um, I feel like, and then when I go home, I hang out with all my old friends. Like, I don't really do things <laughs> with people yeah. that I don't already know. So, like, I, and all my friends from high school know and stuff. So, I don't know. I, with my family, though, it is very a very uncomfortable territory. Um, My family, they are, like, those people who are, like, so, like, whenever they were debating gay marriage, my family was, like, Are they just, religious? They are. They're um but like they're not like super religious. Like if my family doesn't go to church for a month, it's not really that big of a surprise. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but they're definitely um religious and even if they aren't in church, they're praying. My grandma is really religious <laughs> no, though. No, I no, my mom, my grandma, <laughs> my everybody. It's just it's super like, religious. I don't know, I feel like religion also takes a big part in it. Like making people homophobic because in church sometimes they like feed you these lies Mm -hmm. so that's another that's another thing but that's another topic but yeah um no i definitely agree with that because i think that's a big thing within the black community like i know growing up going to church this was during my straight phase i call the time when (laughs) i I was um heterosexual my straight phase (laughs) um but, like, during my, like, seriously, during my straight phase, I would be in church, like, listening to my pastor just bash gay people. Like, just going in, like, oh, y'all are all sinners. Y'all need to repent and turn away from sin. Like, y'all are going to go to hell. That is not okay. There's, just, like, stuff like that. And I would be so mad after leaving church. And I'd be like, that's just not right to talk about an entire group of people like yeah. that. Not, like, really realizing that I personally felt attacked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But you were just like, well, shit. Yeah, I was just angry. And um, I would yeah. talk about it with my mom, and I'll she'd be like, it. you're at church. You have to just know that this is the territory that comes with it. And it's honestly <sighs> not right. And it's just, yeah, I don't know. No, I totally feel the same way. Like, when I, when I'm in, I'm Haitian, so, like, I go to this, well, I don't go to church. But Haitian? when I... Yeah. I'm Trinidadian. Yeah. Hey. West Indies twins. <laughs> yes. But when I did go to church, I don't know, they would always talk shit. Mm-hmm. Being gay was inappropriate. You had to be a housewife and cleaning and cooking. And I was just like, I'm not with that and I'm not coming to church anymore. Because <laughs> yeah. it's just kind of like, I'm way above this and you guys are stupid and I don't get it. I just don't get it. Definitely think the church. The church ruins religion. It's a manipulation. It is. And I just, personally, I just feel like you're being finessed, too. Because they want you I to can. give all this coin. But, like... Baby, I ain't got none. <laughs> <laughs> For what? To support what? So Anti-everything? 
Like, what? <laughs> like, if you're not with what they want to do, then, like, you're, like, an outcast. And that's... Yeah, but you can still give your coin. You can <laughs> always give your money. Right? <laughs> right. We just been kind of, like, yeah, letting the conversation keep, flow. Let's just keep doing it. And I feel like everybody should just be able to do what they want to do, and it shouldn't be like, oh, that person's gay and that one's straight and that one's bisexual. I feel like everybody should just be doing their own thing. I don't really like labels. Well, okay, so I personally think that labels are, like, it's up to you. Like, Mm -hmm. I felt like I needed, like, a label just because I was very confused about things. Like, I was just like, what is going on (laughs) with my life? Like, I was like, I can't be gay. Like, I love, like, I love men. I'm always around them. Like, Girl. and I, I was always talking to, like, honestly, I always had, like, a little piece in high school. <laughs> like, it just, it wasn't, it, it was very rare for me. Like, even if I wasn't dating anyone, yeah. there was always someone entertaining. A little juice. Yeah, you already know. <laughs> like, I, I, I couldn't. So, like, I was just like, oh, I really like men. I can't be gay. But also, I really like women. And so, whatever... I understood, so I learned about queer theory, and that's also kind of what helped me understand um, my sexuality. Queer theory? I don't know what that is. Girl. I'm sorry. I'm I'm very uneducated about things like this, but I have a ton of friends, and I'm just here to listen. Yes. See, no, I I just got excited because I love queer theory. I was not judging you. Trust (laughs) me, I love queer theory. So, um, queer theory is basically like the, um, it's like a set of ideals Mm-hmm. Is that how I want to explain it? I'm just going to go with that because that's the only word I can think of. So mm-hmm. for a lack of a better word, a set of ideals that basically just break down um, like queerness mm-hmm. and um, how it works mm-hmm. and like what it means to be queer in a lot of ways. And um, from like learning about queer theory, I watched Paris is Burning. I watched that. When you suggested it, I watched it. I definitely watched it. And did it you was, like it? Yeah, I did. I really did. I, oh like, my God, it was sad, though. Oh, yeah, it's it was really so sad. sad. Now that we're talking about this, I think I'm going to watch it again because last time I watched it, I was still in my straight phase. Um, <laughs> I, was, I was a hardcore ally. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah, you didn't even know. <laughs> you know, like, looking back on things, it's really funny to me, though, because... Um, I like certain things really changed my life that mm-hmm. are just like pinnacle of gayness. Like, um, oh, queer theory changed my life. Listening to learning about queer theory was like an eye opening moment for me. And after I was explained, after the person explained it to me, I went and I researched it and all of that. And then, um, watching Paris is Burning changed my life. Just other things that are like the pinnacle of like queer society yeah really affected me in a huge way and yeah. i'm just like how didn't you know sis like, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's so funny. but i never fully answered your question about labels i just realized oh, that oh, no, it's fine. oh um but i think labels i think it's depending on the person it really like does. yeah like sexuality is a spectrum um you can be heterosexual your entire life like dating dating the opposite gender all of that you meet one person and that could really shake up your entire world be shook yeah like and next thing you know you have you're in a whole like homosexual relationship trying to figure out your life what's going on 
But I think people just need to understand the spectrum. That could be, like, your one jump off. You could feel um, attraction towards women, but never want to move any further than that. Mm -hmm. Just because that's, like, just for you. That's just as far as you'll go. Yeah, Yeah, like, that's as deep as it is. You're just attracted to women. I definitely think it's just a spectrum, and you have to pick what's comfortable for you, like, a label is comfortable for me. Yeah, labels make me so uncomfortable. <laughs> they just, they give me so much anxiety because I feel like I have to meet that, like, that label's expectation. Like, this is what it is. These are the restrictions. These are the rules. Like, that's why I don't like labels personally. See, but that's, I don't I feel that way in labels. And I think that's what makes me feel comfortable yeah. about it. Because even though, like, if you, even if I label something or label, like, a piece of my life, I don't feel like I need to meet that because not everything is cut and dry right everything is very like it's fluid yeah everything is really fluid so I I realize that if I'm a part of such like a label a specifically labeled group yeah um I am bringing my own experience yeah yeah labels just be giving me anxiety (laughs) girl what would you tell those people like still seeking themselves what was like the best advice like for their I don't know journey um let go of the internalized homophobia first you're in until you can truly free yourself from homophobia you're not gonna move any further in your journey like for me I didn't realize how much internalized homophobia I homophobia I had because I was like really out here supporting the gay community like the LGBT community I went hard for them you were not going to disrespect them in my presence (laughs) like none of that but then when it was time for me to come out it was like it was okay for everyone else but me like the problem came when it was me and um that's that's a very problematic mindset and so if you feel that way you gotta let you gotta let that oh go. Oh my god! I think like that's where like some of the like black homophobia it stems from. Like mm-hmm. guys are like, mm, I'll never do that with a man or this this and that. But like you gay, <laughs> <laughs> and like they just don't wanna like accept it. Oh my gosh! But yeah, because especially with men, it's because people feel emasculated um, doing that. And um, I think for men, advice for men is. Let your hypermasculinity go as well because it's not going why to get you it, anywhere or why anything. It's so fragile. Like, yeah. It's okay. We're human. Yeah, definitely. And also realize that it's natural. Like, what you're doing isn't unnatural or like anything like that. See, for me, one thing that like I continue to realize in, in my journey and like as I meet other queer people is how natural queerness is. Um, I personally think it is a um, evolution tactic that people that um, humans uh, like got over time because well one you see homophobia, I mean not homophobia, uh, homosexuality, <laughs> yeah. um, all the way like back to the beginning of time if you really like were to be able to do serious relation like uh, research it was just more under wraps and even without a lot of um, openness to it, there's still people who are, like, the ancient Greeks, all of them are gay. Mm-hmm. 
Like, it was super okay what? to sleep with. Yes, in the a- ancient Greeks, men slept with men all the time. <laughs> it was honestly, like, it was a part of, um, like, coming, like, their coming of age things. Like, men would have apprentice, mm-hmm. uh, and um, the apprentice would sleep with their, uh, the person of the, what is that called? Like, apprentice. This, this is- the person who the person who they were doing their apprenticeship under, they would end up sleeping with them like that was normal. Mm-hmm. And then if you if you read Sappo, I love Sappo. Uh-huh. Another person that changed my life <laughs> didn't realize why. Sappo, um, she's from the island of Lesbo, um, and wait, is that a real island? Yeah, it was in ancient Greek. What? Yeah, it was well, ancient Greece. Yeah, um, and she writes a lot of poems about uh, her love for women and things like that. Like, it, it was very natural, and I think it's a tactic that was used so that we don't overpopulate, even though we are overpopulated. Like, I think it's okay to have a group of people that cannot, like, reproduce, mm-hmm. and all they do is love, and they can take care of the children that are not being taken care of. I think that's very important. Honestly, we just have too many people on the planet right now, so that would definitely help. So There are way too many people on the planet. Sometimes I walk around, and I'm like, why hasn't natural selection taken some of (laughs) y'all? And I'm sorry if that sounds messed up, but yeah. I really enjoyed speaking with you, and thank you for allowing me to have you on my podcast, and hopefully I'll have you on future episodes. (laughs) Well, thank you so much. I, um, I enjoyed this. And uh, I'm glad to work with you anytime. Thank you for listening to my podcast, Black Tea. Feel free to visit and subscribe at www.blacktea.com. And don't forget to check out the Landing Lion website.